Yo, my name is Angel Manuel. And I am, uh, Melvin Charles Stewart III. Chef Uncle Melvin. Uh, I'm Millie Mel. And this is Mansplaining Done Right, Episode 6. Episode 6, yes sir, we, we finally made it. So, I put, or I got the camera, my phone's recording, I got the tripod going, I got Melvin this nice new table. Yeah. Nice and sturdy, you know, uh, much better than the table we were previously recording on, where one of the legs was real shaky. It's yeah. a real reminiscent of struggling people's lives. And I got me some coffee, so... Uh, I have an uh, empty cup with a couple of drips of water left. Alright, perfect. Perfect. Now, I'm not going to lie. On episode 5 last week, you know, like the day after, I was talking about it with some of my coworkers, and one of my coworkers was telling me, Angel, you should calm down, let this one breathe, you shouldn't be so fast forward and everything, like, try to go with the flow, and I was nah, like... fuck that. <laughs> nah, fuck that. That's all I got to say. You, you got to do your podcast the way you want to do your podcast. Yeah, and so I've been thinking about episode six since we got done recording episode five. And if, you're, uh, if, you're, if your co-worker is um, saying that you need to do your podcast differently, how about he go start his own podcast and do it that way? I mean, <laughs> <coughs> it's a female, and I invited her to be a guest, but she has school. Well, too bad for her. <laughs> too bad. Too motherfucking bad. Yeah, too bad. <laughs> and then another thing we were talking about, but actually, let's start with the story. So, one of my coworkers has a friend, right? And she was, she had a boyfriend. They were dating for about six months, six, seven months. And they were going to go on vacation. Her, her boyfriend, um, the boyfriend's family, they were going to go to uh, Mexico. So, she has this bright idea to go through her bae's phone. Now, she doesn't find anything bad, per se. Per se. She finds... She goes through the text messages of him and his mom and finds out that he was going to propose to her in Mexico after dating for a few months. So, she... Brings it up to her boyfriend, saying, "Hey, you know what is this? What is this that I found? You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not comfortable. I don't want to marry you. Blah, blah, blah. This and that. Whoa. Yeah. So they broke up for a little while, and from what I hear, they're kind of back together. So we had this discussion at work. When is it okay to go through your base phone?" Do you want me to provide an answer first, or do you want to go? I, I mean, that is a that is a, definitely an interesting story. I would never expect you to break up with somebody over something good. Like, right? I want to continue my <laughs> life with you, but that's like, nah. She like, she like, nah, bro. I'm good. Like, I, I'm cool where we at now. You, you trying to go to another level? I'm good. Yeah, and but the, oh, go ahead. Uh, like, if, if you were asking me to provide an answer, uh, is there a is there a fucking yes? Of course. I mean, honestly, I'm all about, like, trust. Yeah. It's, like, one of those things where, in my past relationship, you know, we got to a point where, you know, she could use my phone and I could use her phone mm-hmm. as if it was, like, nothing, you know? Like, yeah. you know, like, it was each other's phones, but... But to go through your text messages, like, you and your mom, let's say, like this, like this example, 
I mean, in that instance, in that example, I feel like if you generally feel like you're gonna find something, if you if you generally feel like you're gonna find something bad, then I then I guess go with your gut and go do it. But like, what was like? I, I need some more context to the story. Like, did he has he ever cheated on her? No, he like, never cheated on her. He never really went out. He made her his life. They were together six months, six seven months. Like they were all good. That's the thing. Like, she was, like, from what I heard, like, his queens. Okay, because I'm genuinely, I'm just genuinely trying to understand, like, where the, um, like, where the desire to go through his phone would come from. You know, because I can understand if, if you had been in a relationship and, like, you had caught him, like, flirting with other girls on, on like, like, I don't know, like, Snapchat or something like that before, and then you're, you, and then you give him another chance, you know, like. I can understand why you'd be a little bit more hesitant, like, hmm. Like, to have trust issues. You know, because, like, that happened before, so it, it, there's always a chance it can happen again, but if he never gave you a reason to not trust you, like, if he ever gave, if he ever gave her a reason to not trust, if he never gave her a reason to not trust him, then why put yourself in that predicament? Like, why invade his privacy like that? You know, it's like one of those things where I feel like, you can say that over my nose, I'm sorry. It's all good. <laughs> and as Melvin's blowing his nose, let's be honest, Melvin. Men, for the most part, I would say 99.9% of men really don't cheat. That's we're, 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 men are designed to not cheat, ladies, men, okay? Men are designed to not cheat. Um, now, I'm not going to go out and jump out the window because we're on the third story and say women cheat because, you know, everybody, everybody everybody does what they do, but most men, come on now, Melvin. I, I don't men got, don't cheat. Let's be real. I don't got no comment on that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just leave that, uh, I'm just leave that alone. You, uh, you, you. Uh, he made a statement. Melvin. And I respect. Melvin. I respect his autonomy to make that statement. <laughs> That's one hundred percent. Melvin. I Come respect. on, man. Men don't cheat. Um, sure. Women. I'm not gonna say women, but people are out here saying men are dogs, men cheat, men are hoes. Nah, man. Come on. Um, You're not gonna represent with me. Uh, the men. I, I am representing your the respect that I have for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm representing. Uh, 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 I have nothing else to say on that matter because um, well, for no reason. But re- realistically, though, I think I just under I don't think that it was completely understandable for her. Like, there's no re- I feel like, but I don't know from a, from I'm trying to look from the other side. Like, maybe mm-hmm. it's like okay, this 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 is Bay or whatever. So it's like. Of course, I could just go through their phone. Yeah. But then... Well, bro, text messages between but I, I feel like, and mom, though. No, bro, this is what it is. I feel like maybe it was somewhat of a... What's the best way to explain it? Like, it was a matter of circumstance. Like, you know, she. I don't think she went directly into his phone. Like, I'm going to go through this nigga's text. You know, you, you never just grab somebody's phone and just kind of start opening up shit? Hell no, I don't do that shit. Oh, well, I, I'm nosy. So it's like, if someone let me see their oh. phone and they're not around, I just start going through shit. I, I won't let you know that I went through your phone, but you... When you get back, I'll probably have gone through your phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not text, but it's just like, I don't know, I might open anything. Like, the first thing Yeah, I like, open, go through YouTube. Nah, for me, it's like, well, the first thing I open is photos. And it's like, oh, we have, we have flicks of. I'm just curious, you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, I'll do some quick scrolling and then lock your, and then, you know, exit out the app so you don't know I never use photos and then just, you know, put it back and then. I mean, shout out to Touch ID on my iPhone. Uh, Shouts out to my thumbprint. Uh, yeah, that, okay, well. All somebody gotta do is pay attention to you when you're using your phone, and boom, next thing. I know plenty of niggas' passcodes, and I just be watching them unlock their phone. Oh, yeah, because they're like, you know, like this, yeah, right? Yeah, I'll really be on it. So it's like, uh, I don't know, but I genuinely feel like, 
there is if if you have some reason, like if you if you have a like if you have a bad feeling or something just isn't adding up and then you're like, huh, let me let me try to get fired or something. Like and then you open up your and you open up their phone and it, it confirms what you're looking for. That it confirms what you were looking for. Then it makes sense. I can even give a, a, a story. After me and my girlfriend broke up, she was still living here. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, things started, like, the, the vibe of things was just different. Even though we still weren't technically together, you know, it was just different. So I remember one, one morning, I'm not even going to lie, one morning at, like, 6 in the morning, I, like, woke up. And she, we were still sleeping in the same bed, and I, like, checked her, I, like, went through her phone. I did, I'm not going to lie. You guys were broken up. We were, technically we were broken up, but like I said, we were still living in the exact same house, like, sleeping together. Yeah. Like, sleeping in the same bed still most nights, and it was just like, so I was like, hmm, something ain't right, you know, even though we're not together, and let me see, ended up, like, finding out that she was, like, talking to this one dude, and, like, they were, they had hung out a couple times, and he had basically, she wasn't really, like, feeding into it too much, but they had hung out a couple times, and he was basically, like, he asked her, he was like, what if I tried to kiss you, or something, something, something like, real corny shit like that, but it was, like, one of those things where I had a bad feeling, and my bad feeling was, uh, confirmed, so it's like, even though she got extra mad, like, it's invading her privacy, I was like, bitch, I found what I, what I need to look for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm not, I'm not going to be mad. I don't know where, know where so it hurts. you're not going to apologize I'm for gonna, being right. Yeah, I'm not going to apologize for it. Like, you know, I, I had a gut feeling, and then I went on my gut feeling, and then it turns out that it, uh, it uh, confirmed my mindset at the time. So it was like, but in that instance, I guess you could, I guess I could see it from her, because it's like, she went through his phone, and, like, maybe she was having doubts of the relationship. But if she had no reason to, then that's just her insecurities, right? Exactly, and those are things that you have to acknowledge. Like when you get with a chick, bro, you gotta when you get with a girl, you gotta realize she brings her old baggage. Yeah, she she yeah. brings everything. She 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 slightly sees in you what she saw in every other dude that she's been with, no matter how they did her. That's pretty fucked up, then. Yeah, so it's like you. So yeah, it's real shit. So it's like one of those things where that's why girls have trust issues because if a dude cheats on them, they just assume like. Uh, it's happened to me before. It can easily happen again. And you know what? What is it? I was talking to this one chick, and she was just like, "Oh, um, if Beyonce got cheated on, nobody say it. Like, shut, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, I don't mean to go on a tangent, but I just hate that thing. I just hate that mindset where it's just like Beyonce is like the epitome of beauty. Like yeah. Beyonce is like the most beautiful, like, like, like colored woman that there is. Like, what, like." I hate that idea because it's so it's so untrue to me. Because it's all about opinion and perspective, yeah. and whatever you like. Yeah, yeah, but point being, like, it's like one of those things where you can't say something like that. Like, okay, like you're not Beyonce, so so I, shut the fuck up. Yeah, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, there might be that one key aspect that's different between you and Beyonce that make her get cheated on and you not. Mm-hmm. So you need to chill. But yeah, I get. It. I I as a whole, if you have a, I feel like. If you have a motivation to do so, like if you're attempting to find something, do what you gotta do. But really? if, if that individual has never given you a reason to go through their phone, then don't do it. You know? Okay, well, here's my thing. Me, you know, my girl doesn't really have a reason to go through my shit. I still would just appreciate the privacy. Agree. Because I would respect her 100%. I'm not gonna go through your shit. Even if you left it open in front of me, like... Even though she's loved over I swear on my life. You want to have the little, like, curious, like, the little urge? like. I mean, of course, we'd all have the urge, like, alright, let me see what this person's up to like, I might when not, I'm not around. Yeah, like, you might not even find anything bad, but, like, just the like, urge. Like, know. this girl, she found out her boyfriend wanted to propose to her, and she had a problem with it. Like, she's, <laughs> in my opinion, goofy as fuck. But anyways, um, 
something I've learned, don't ask questions you don't really want to know the answer to. Agreed. And just have that trust, because if they break it, then they break it, and that's not on you. But if you go through their shit, and they have nothing, and, you know, they're still treating you like a king, and, you know, you're treating her like a queen, then you would feel kind of guilty, you know? Oh, yeah, 100%. Because it's like, damn, like, that's, I definitely, like, went, like, I definitely, like, defied this person's privacy. And I invaded that trust that we had. And now that trust is, man, like, that's one of those things where it's like, now that trust is deteriorated. I mean, if you never say anything, then you're just going to have that guilt on your shoulder. Yeah, exactly, too. Like, or, you know, some people don't feel, some people don't feel guilt for things like that. <laughs> that's called a sociopath. Like, you can, uh, you can, uh, I think we all have an. I think we all have a little sociopath in us. Then, if that's, you know what I mean. So it's like, yeah. But yeah, I agree. Damn, I think it's pretty funny to be honest. But hypothetically, hypothetically, because actually, no, fuck it. This actually happened after they broke up. Like she wanted to break it off. Um, he started going out more, kind of like that Drake song, you know, wearing less, going out more. He started going out all the time, not wearing, really wearing, texting and calling. Wearing less, like, <laughs> wearing real deep v-necks with his chest showing. And yeah, shit. and, um, but they were still fucking, but there was no real commitment. So he was fucking her, not being committed to her. And also fucking somebody else. If he wanted to fuck somebody else. And I think, like, she kind of shot herself in the foot. Yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. If you had a, if you had a dude that was like down for you, mm-hmm. like I feel like if you had a dude that's down for you, he's like, if, if he's talking to any other girls when y'all start talking, he cuts all them off like right away, mm-hmm. just because he wants to focus on you. You know, typically there, you know, typically there's this thing where, for the most part, when uh, you know, like people are talking to multiple people at once, because it's like you talk to if I'm talking. I'll be talking to this girl, but I'm also talking to two other girls because if this girl flakes, then boom, on to the next. You yeah. know, so it's like one of those things where. But if the so if the dude defies that that, that current trend of things and he like drops all of those other girls and like and like is just strictly focused on you and what's what's best for you and him, like that kind of shows how special this girl is. Yeah, it shows how special she is. But I feel like as a as a female, you know, you have to try your hardest to put your insecurities aside. And realize and try to and try to have faith, at least some faith in dude. Like, okay, I see that he's really about us, like the or the idea of us. Mm-hmm. So let me try and do my best to like, if I'm if I'm as a, if, if if the girl is also down for it, let me just try to do my best to like meet him halfway. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like like I said, you gotta try it. Like females, you gotta try your hardest to put your insecurities aside, especially when you have a dude that's down for you, because there'll be plenty of dudes who'll be down like. Who's indefinitely down for you, you know? Because there'll be a dude who'll be down for you for a couple weeks, and then if you if you're not showing the right amount of interest, no matter how much you might like that dude, he gonna go on to the next one. He might still hit you up, but next thing you know, he, he probably trying to fuck other. He's probably fucking or trying to be fucking other girls, you know. Bro, I, mean? I know a girl that's like that right now. She goes out with men, gets her free food, but if they do anything she doesn't like. Like she doesn't like they don't text her enough or they text her too much. She cuts them off completely, and she's already. I don't know if I want to put all the business out there because some people that listen. To I her, mean, if you ain't saying no names, you can put all the business out there. They, they, they only they know who they are. Okay, hypothetically, let's say she's you know mid thirties, no kids, no boyfriend, no husband, no ex husband, but you know if a guy doesn't text her you know the next day, well then you know fuck him. 
And I think that's really fucked up. I mean, he took you. I mean, remember, he, he fed you. Yeah. Like, like beggars can't be choosers. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if you're going to be sitting there, like, like, like if you're, if you're going to be sitting here, like, uh, taking advantage of dudes, like, like, that's exactly what it is. Like, Getting if you free ch- food. If you show up with a nigga just because he said he's going to buy you some food, then you legit just taking advantage of him. You <laughs> know what I mean? So it's like, uh, if you're going to take advantage of that nigga, you know what I mean? Then just do it. Like, you got to, you got to. I feel like that's one of those things where it's like you gotta go big or go home. Like if you don't be using niggas for food and clothes to buy you food, to buy you clothes, to take you out for ice cream, then just do that. Don't be like, damn. I like you, but nah. Don't be like, damn. Like I, I, I'm gonna try to make these moves and then go post it on Snapchat and Facebook. I'm really, I'm so single. Like <laughs> I really need a man. Where it's like, bitch, you have men that want you. You just, or you know that their 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 argument is, oh, I want them. I what's it called? But they want me. I don't want them. But it's just like. Shut the fuck up, because that's all I can say, because it's like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, there's give and take to literally every relationship, right? Yeah. And that's something, that's something most of us learn. Like, you can't get every single possible thing that you want. Like, no, you not. So it's kind of like, I don't want to say settle, but settle. <laughs> I mean, to an extent, you have to settle, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh... It may not be physically, like, you know what I mean? You could have the prettiest girl, but she might not have the best personality. You know what I mean? Or you could have a... a the prettiest girl that you can't have a conversation with. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like, uh, there, there's a, there, you, you have to... There's always a level of settling, you know what I mean? Like, unless you have the resources, like, whether that be money or, you know, physical resources to um, attract a certain type of people, most of the time you're just you're doing a lot of settling. You know what I mean? You're like... Okay, this isn't necessarily what I want, but it's not what I don't want. So it's like I'll just go with it, you know. So what do you mean, like? Like I'm just saying, like, like I want a girl that's at least an eight out of ten that can hold the conversation and is exactly five one. But I feel like when you when you when you, when you wait in that exact in that instance, when you go in with standards like that, you've already set yourself up for failure. Really? I feel I feel like. I mean, I agree, but there's people out there like that. Yeah, I know. There's this um. Um, I oh, I was uh, buying a Gatorade at my job uh, yesterday, and these uh, two uh, cashiers were talking, and they were just talking about like guys. And the, one of them was this white girl. She basically was just like, he has to be taller than me in heels for me to even like consider him. Like when I'm in my heels, he has to be at least my height or taller. Like so she so the guy has to be at least three to five inches taller than her. Yeah, exactly for her for her to either even consider him. And it was the same thing where the other girl basically was like, yeah, you know, like, where it's like, I like, I like tall guys. It's just like, you know, it's like when you go in with those type of standards, you know, it's like you somewhat set yourself up for failure. I feel like at least. Yeah, and I completely agree. I think meet, meet as many people as you can if you're single and you want to be out here doing your thing. For sure. But at the same time, you can't, because let's say... Yeah, this guy might not be three to five inches taller than you, but he has literally every single other thing you could ever possibly ask for. Yeah, I mean, he, the nigga listens. He makes you laugh. Like he you makes you orgasm. Like yeah, that. He, he don't go outside <laughs> too much, so you don't necessarily gotta worry about him cheating. Like you know, so it's like. But and if he does, it's to you know get you coffee and shit before your day starts. Yeah, exactly. So it's like a little sweet shit. Then it's like you gotta you gotta be willing to settle. See, because it's like one of those things where I mean. Yeah, there's seven fucking billion people on this world, but seven fucking billion people don't want you. you know? yeah. I mean, you definitely have to emphasize that. Like, you know, you definitely have to be realistic about that. You know, if you like, uh, next year gonna be my year. Jesus gonna send me the man that <laughs> I've been waiting for. 
you know, it's gonna be 2018, y'all are just gonna be lonely talking about niggas ain't shit again. Like, simple as that. You know, yeah. you already, we already know how this goes. Yeah. And we all know somebody that's like that. Hell yeah. Like, I know a couple people like that. I know plenty of people. I know plenty of females who are just like, I hate niggas so much, like, that's why you can't trust dudes, yeah. like, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start just fucking with bitches. When, whole time, though, a female, even if you're a girl, you fuck with other girls, a girl do you the same level of bogus that a dude will do you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, it's like, and then the next year, you know, that, that same person is like, damn, I really need somebody. Like, Jesus, why won't you send me somebody? Please, anybody. Or just like, you gotta be willing, if you're not willing to, if you're not willing to, comp- to compromise, compromise, you know, life's, life's all about negotiation. You can negotiate motherfucking bills. You can negotiate motherfucking payment at work. So, you're going to have to do the same thing in relationships. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Oh, man. So, point being, don't go through your base phone. And if you have those insecurities, stop it. I guess we can agree on Not, that. I, I wouldn't say stop it because that, 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 that's touchy for people. At least try to stop it. You know what I mean? Like, have some kind of self-control. Yeah. Don't just have your insecurities just all over the place. Yeah, like, don't have them, like, just uh, exposed for the, like, exposed for the world. So, yeah, I agree 100%. So, where do you want to go from here? Uh, we have a couple of different things. Um, Takashi, what else? Takashi, the 21 Savage thing. 21 uh, Gang. Lil Peep's death. Um, the Ron Jeremy thing. So, uh, let's, let's, uh, we can start with, let's start with the 21 Savage. You can tell us, because that, 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 that's quick. So the 21 Savage performance uh, at the Atlanta Hawks game was arguably the worst uh, halftime show performance that has ever happened ever, and you can't necessarily blame him because when you really watch the like uh, when you really watch the video, you see that he doesn't have an earpiece in at all, and an earpiece is like super pivotal because it because if you're doing these large venues, all the noises like start to mm-hmm. mix in together. You know what yeah. I mean? So you need the earpiece to basically keep you on track because mm-hmm. if not, like in the video, you'll see him like it'll be like. One, two, three, and then he'll be one, two, three. So it's like he's echoing the song kind mm-hmm. of, and in a lot of parts of the video, he's kind of just doing the ad libs, like, hey, hey, like you know, just like, hey, every couple, every like couple of seconds and shit, because like I said, he was just like he didn't have the uh, the earpiece, so he was off. But like I said, at the same time, too, he's kind of just lazily walking around, like he's just like, I got one, two, like he's just walking <laughs> around the court and shit, like not really doing it. Rather than having tell- the energy, like. You could definitely tell that he was, like, somewhat, like, confused because of, like, um, I don't know, it was just a really poor performance on his behalf, but I can understand where it came from. His jersey was dope, though. He had, like, a really? Atlanta, he had, like, an Atlanta Hawks jersey, and it said, like, 20, it had, like, Savage as, like, the last name. Oh, and nice. And the 21 was, like, the number. Oh, that's pretty fucking dope. Yeah, and, like, but other than that, yeah, he just had a really bad performance, and apparently that's, like, such big news that he fucked up at a, uh, he fucked up at the, the Atlanta Hawks game. See, that's news. But it's totally understandable to anybody with some kind of common sense. Yeah. Like, obviously, he doesn't have a he- uh, uh, an earpiece. So, obviously, he's going to be off slightly. And if it's off slightly and his mic is turned up so loud, he's going to accentuate it. But I think it's one of those things like, hey, man, just my bad. Do better next time. Yeah. Like, I get it. But people are like really, really clowning him though. Like it's uh, like that's, that's stupid. That's why it's funny to me though. It's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, he missed. So I mean, you're laughing at comments more than the actual thing. I uh, I think they're la- yeah I think yeah I think they're laughing more at what people are saying about him than what it is. Because, but still, like yeah, he had a bad performance and hopefully it doesn't ruin his career. <laughs> no, oh I, my I, god, I think Twenty One's gonna have a great <laughs> career. He's gonna be fine. 
doing be fine. Just one bad performance. What about all the times you hear about comedians? No matter how good, like, there's plenty of shows like where there's plenty of times that I've heard, you know, like Charlie Murphy like getting booed off a of stage, or, like Dave Chappelle getting booed mm-hmm. off a of stage. Like even though these people are notorious for being funny, you know, it's still like, hey, like you have your bad days. So yeah. It's like, yeah. So on a more, we can, I guess we could leave the Twenty One Savage thing there. On a more negative note, indirectly, um, Takashi Six Nine, you know, Blicky and my sticky. Uh, and if you if that don't sound familiar, he's that he's the one Hispanic dude that got sixty nine tattoo on his forehead with the rainbow colored hair. Mm-hmm. Um, rainbow grills. Rainbow grills. Gummo is his biggest song right Gummo's now. Gummo is the biggest song right now. Came out last month and has like at the moment like almost twenty four million views on YouTube. And then that, that probably equates to something like a hundred thousand dollars in revenue just made from YouTube. So he so he's making money from it. But yeah, um, he has just been pled guilty for a sexual assault case that came up a couple months ago, where um, he apparently was fooling around with. Where I, he didn't actually rape anybody, but he had sex with an underage girl. He was eighteen and she was thirteen at the time. Yeah. And at the time when um, he. When the story first came out, him and Trippy Red had just done a song together, and the song also has done really good numbers. Like in the last, it hasn't done as good as Gummo, and if you look from the time frame perspective, because it's done about the same numbers in a lot less, a lot more time. Like uh, the song with Trippy Red came out like six months ago, and it's at like twenty four million views, and then Gummo came out about a month ago, and it's at twenty four million views. So it's not doing the same thing, but it's still a pretty big song. Big song, and after. That initial, the initial allegations came out. Trippie Red was like, nah, he posted like a video, I think, on Instagram or something like that. Saying that he doesn't fuck with. Yeah, he was like, yeah, bro, like. Takashi. was like, yeah, bro, like, yeah, I don't fuck with no child. He basically, I think he said, I don't fuck with like no child molester. I think that was his exact words. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, uh, I think Takashi like made a video back, like, you know, like, why they just hating on me, like, uh. Well, I think it's obvious. You know, somebody, let's say, at the age of a senior in high school, maybe even graduated. Is fucking a sixth grader or seventh grader? No, bro, you're tweaking. You are in eighth, eighth, either eighth grade or freshman year. In eighth grade is fourteen. No, I wasn't was fourteen in eighth grade. I turned fourteen. I was already, I was already oh. fourteen when I was a call. When was your birthday? January twenty second, nineteen ninety seven. Ninety seven. I was born ninety four December. And I was in seventh grade. I, gra- I graduated elementary school in two thousand eleven. Really? Yeah. So I was four. I was four. I was born on fourteen when I graduated. Wait, how old were How old were you when you graduated high school? Um, eighteen. So four years back. Oh yeah, yeah. Eighth sweet. grade is fourteen. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, sweet. So yeah, basically, basically a seventh, seventh grade. Yeah, my bad, bro. My math was off. I'm sorry. And we were talking about this before we started recording. When when not even a girl, when a person is thirteen, they still have that baby face. And yeah. homie was 18. How are you even attracted to that? Actually, hold on. Hold on. Like, Actually, I feel like I feel like that's a little iffy to say. How is he even attracted to that? Because you know, there's plenty of weird shit. But, yeah, like yeah, like 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 Angel said. We were talking about this before. Like you know, when you see when you're older, when you turn like when you start turning like 19 and 20, mm-hmm. and you see a 15 and 16 year old girl, you know, sometimes it's difficult to gauge. You know, but or sometimes a 15 or 16 year old girl can easily pass for 18 and 19. You know, so it's the same sometimes. thing. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. But I feel like it's completely opposite when you have, like, a 13-year-old girl. When you have a 13-year-old girl, it's kind of obvious that she's 13. Because they still got that baby face. It's, still, it's not even about the face. Like, for I mean, you know some girls get their titties early, but for the most part, you know, if, you, if she's 13, she probably doesn't really have a whole lot of titty yet. Yeah, and, she's not developed. Yeah, or, or she's slowly developing, you know what I mean? Like, she hasn't hit the point where she's, like, it's just all out there. 
So it's like you could. De- I feel like you could definitely tell when you shouldn't when you shouldn't be fucking with a girl that you when that you, when you when you shouldn't be fucking with a chick you know. But at the same time, it's like, can we really judge dude one hundred percent? Like, if he didn't know that she was thirteen, like, what about all the dudes in high school? What about all the seniors in high school that like fuck with freshman girls? You know, like I think, in my personal opinion, that's a little. Excuse me, that's a little odd, in my opinion, too. God damn, why am I burping so much? Because your ass is gassy. <laughs> but um, like I get it. Like, let's say there's a gradient, you know what I mean? And, of course, it's still within that gradient, but somebody that's in a whole, whole-ass younger school far away, yeah. like, how? Now, I'm not going to say he's fucked up for being attracted to it, because everybody's attracted to their own thing, and I don't want to pass judgment. But as a grown-ass man, you got to be like, you know what, I'm going to wait. I'm just going to wait until she's 17 or 18, and, you know... Uh, Close your eyes and just imagine because actually fucking a 13 year old, that's fucked up. That is 100%, but I mean, it happens all the time, though. It's like one of those things where. It, is. it does. And I say that because it's like one of those things where, uh, like I said, so, like at this point, you know, like I said, you can still somewhat tell the difference, but there are your instances where not, where you can't, you know, like sometimes these, uh, Sometimes, I mean, it's also how these little girls carry themselves, you know what I mean? Like A lot of girls want to act grown now. Yeah, like, you could be 13, and like I said, some some girls just carry themselves like they're older. Like, they just, you know, they, might necessarily not, they might not necessarily be more mature, but they definitely, just the way they carry themselves, you know what I mean? Like, they, you know, just make it seem like they're like they're older, and it's just like, clearly he wasn't trying to be with this chick, he was just trying to get some ass, and, I mean, I feel like, how would a 13-year-old girl know about, like, wherever, I mean, I'm assuming it was, I don't know, I have no idea, I have no context on the situation, I, like, I don't know if the girl was, like, they were at a party or something like that, but, um... I think it was, because you saw the picture, right? Yeah, it was, like, they were at a party, so it's, like, they were at a party, and then it's, like, things just went left, you know, it's, like, what does a 13-year-old girl do at a party where there's, like, adults and shit, you know? And like, that's true, off? too, and I think, uh, that's somewhat, like, I don't want to victim blame... I really don't want to. Me neither. But at the same time, if I know, you know, I don't want to be around a bunch of... <coughs> if I don't want to get fucked up, I'm not, going to, I'm not going to a place where all my enemies hang out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So being 13 at this party with a bunch of 18, 19, 20-year-olds and still trying to fuck, somebody should have been like, nah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. That's... Like, you're not supposed to be here. But apparently this guy was like, nah, like, I wanna, I wanna yeah. fuck. And I think it's kinda on both. I think that's me, I, I think it's the optimistic side of me, like, like the, the, the side of me that has, like, faith in humanity. Like, <laughs> you know, that doesn't wanna be like, oh, he knew she was 13. He, he just ain't give a fuck. Like, you know, it's just like, like, the really, you know, the part of me that wants to have faith in everything is just like, yeah, he didn't actually, like, he didn't know. It was just like a matter of circumstances. I mean, not saying he didn't do it, but. He just didn't know that she was that young, which doesn't necessarily mean that he's not guilty. Well, I mean, he's already, like... He already pled guilty. guilty. So it's like, yeah, so it's like, it doesn't really matter if he's guilty or not, because he already pled guilty at this mm-hmm. point, so... But yeah, um, so yeah, he's pled guilty, and now that's mad. And now... Here's uh, what I don't understand, though. What exactly was his sentence? Because this was a couple years ago when he pled guilty. No, this is him pleading guilty. Oh, he pled now. Yeah. Um, oh, I thought it was before. No, sir. The incident was a while yeah, the back. incident happened a while ago. Okay. But, um, as far as for, like, him, 
actually pleading guilty. Actually, no, uh, here, I'm going to look it up real quick. Because I can't really understand how do you plead guilty to essentially statutory rape. Yeah. You know, if you're a grown-ass man fucking a 13-year-old, but you're still out here acting like everything is all willy-nilly happy and fun, you know, I feel like there should be some kind of consequences to, you know, making the de- the, the, the decision that you made. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not more along the lines of, <coughs> I'm going to sell some weed to pay my mama's bills. This is, oh, I, I fucked a 13-year-old girl. You know, somebody that is still a kid. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know, man. I think it's fucked up. No, I agree. It is 100%. I'm just trying to see if I can, if I, if I, if I think I'm like... Because, like I said, I, I, I sent, um, I sent Angel a screenshot of this, uh, yesterday, and it was, I just saw it on, uh, world, on, uh, Instagram, so I'm just trying to find, like, to see if I can find any more, uh, details on it. And then I want to tell a nice quick story about what happened at work last Saturday, the day after we recorded the last podcast. So, yeah, it says that all, you have pled guilty to three counts of sexual misconduct with a child, so it doesn't say anything... And then specify about, like, what he's, um... Sentenced. Yeah, like, what he sentenced to, but yeah, he's pled guilty, so obviously, you know, they have to wait for the sentencing, like, you know, they have to, uh, um, they have to... Deliberate miss- on what yeah. is fair. Excuse me. Yeah, they have to, I need to get some tissue. Pause for the podcast. Alright, so, while Melvin is away doing his thing, I just want y'all to be on the lookout. I'm gonna put out a new music video. It's called Mr. 312. I don't know when exactly, most likely in a week or two. Next week, we have a man by the name of Leap of Faith Hackeru. You know, shout-outs to him. I'm flying him out. He's going to come through. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. But, yeah, back to the show. Yeah, back to the show. I'm back. Sorry, I just, sorry I had to step away from my nose. You know, uh, been a lot of cold nights out, you know, getting sick. It's sure. getting colder, bro. It is getting colder. Well, yeah. And I'm still outside. Like, it's like it's uh, summertime and shit. So, uh, but um, yeah. So so that's just a Kasha six nine thing. He's basically basically a basically a fucking rapist. That's a, I don't mean a, that's a, basically the best way to put it. Yeah, and Trippy Red said it best. He's not gonna fuck with a pedophile. Yeah, exactly. And now it's been confirmed. You know, but so yeah, he can't. So now Takashi six nine can't make no videos about why niggas hating on me and shit like that because it's like people are so worried about you. What you are doing because you're doing things that you shouldn't be doing. You know. Oh, one other thing. Here's something I don't understand. Right. He, his representative said, oh, you know, he's not a pedophile, this and that, he's not a rapist, this wasn't rape. He pleads guilty to sexual conduct with a minor. Sexual misconduct. Sexual misconduct with a minor, and then he puts out a video saying, oh, you know, I'm a free, I'm a happy rapist. No, that, that, that video's old. That's old. Yeah. But, I, I, but, so the trip is so awesome that, uh... The Trippy Red video where he like denounced like uh, Sakashi, mm-hmm. that is from like August, early August. What are we in? November. Yeah, November. I think the Happy Rapist thing came out like a little bit before Trippy Red denounced him, like before he made the video, like "fuck this guy," you know. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not. I'm don't quote me on that, but from what I watched, uh, to to freshen up on this video, you know, I did some like I didn't really do a whole lot, a whole lot, so I, I just watched a couple like. Uh, before they were famous videos on him, because you know that Michael, shout out to Michael McCready, he does good videos on that stuff. But yeah, um, he he did, definitely mentioned the video, so I think it I think it either happened a little before or a little after, but it all happened around the same time, you know. And, but yeah, continue. Sorry about that. But um, yeah, like no matter what, 
he made his decisions. You know, I, I wake up, I make my decisions, and we deal with our consequences. I'm not sure what his are, but I feel whether in this life or the next, he'll get what he deserves. What, okay. you know, what God believes he deserves. I, I guess, well. So, Whatever happens, happens. That's, that's the luxury of it. So, uh, yeah, um, so on the tone of the negativity, uh, Lil Peep <laughs> died, what, yesterday, was it? The 15th? What are we on? Today's the 17th. A couple days ago, Lil Peep was dead. Yeah, Lil, Lil I remember, I remember waking up at like 5.30 in the morning, and to be honest, I didn't, only thing, I didn't know anything, I've never listened to Lil Peep at all, like, I, only reason I saw him because I was scrolling through YouTube one time, and I, uh, Saw his name in a Before They Were Famous video, and that's the only thing I've ever heard of Lil Peep. Never watched it. I never even watched the video. I just saw his name there. But yeah, I was up on Instagram like at like 5.30 in the morning. I don't even, I just woke up, and I saw it. I was like, oh shit, like what happened? And then it was just like, yeah, he died of an overdose. And yeah, so Lil Peep overdosed on like six, six Xanax. He was on six Xanax at once. And how? Jesus, how? I was having this conversation with my friend yesterday when we were driving around in her car. Like, um... I don't get it. Xanax is a drug that basically makes you sleepy. Like, what's the luxury in feeling sleepy? Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like, feeling unnaturally sleepy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I can understand if you've been up all day at work or you've been up partying all night. Like, just and you need help sleeping. Yeah, not not need help. I'm not, I'm not trying to justify using Xanax. I'm trying to understand like, I'm just find the feeling that it gives you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I could see like, like you know, this is just the. So why would you pop like six of them bitches? You know what I mean, like. But apparently, apparently, Lil Peep has been like, in addition to doing, in addition to lean heroin, weed, all the basic stuff, he also fucking was like a heroin addict, apparently. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I didn't really know about about um. What the fuck was his name? Lil Peep. Lil Peep. See, I I never heard of Lil Peep until two days ago when I saw him on Facebook. And somebody was like, R.I.P. Lil Peep, you helped me out through so much, your music helped me, this and that. Which, if he did good in the world, cool. But bro, six Xanax. How? I don't get it. Why? Now, quick story. My mom's used to have anxiety problems, so she was prescribed Xanax, right? So she would take one, knock out. Eventually, she was... Wasn't able to take just one, so she would take two. Bro, I saw her get so sick off that shit that she had to stop. And then I saw her, you know, go through the withdrawal and there was problems and all that. And that was just her taking two. I don't understand how me, you know, going through my experiences, I saw her get very sick from Xanax. Why someone would want to do Xanax or why we already know what's going to happen if you do heroin and cocaine you know, every day or every other day, how could you find that attractive? I don't know, bro. It's like, I, I don't understand. Like, I, I don't understand the appeal of lean. Like, it's been confirmed, bro. Lean is like, is basically like heroin. If, 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 if you could take, if you could turn heroin into a flavored drink, it would be lean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's literally what it is. Liquid fucking heroin. So it's like, I have no idea why it's so appealing. Like, I, <clears throat> I don't get it. Like, you can badmouth a heroin addict while drinking lean. Yeah, exactly. But you, but when you go out and party, you know, you, you have your little two styrofoam cups. It's like, it doesn't make any sense because basically you guys are doing the exact same thing. Like, I just don't understand what the appeal is for those type of drugs. Like, I don't get, I mean, I know a lot of people do this shit to like numb the pain, but it's like, 
But if you've had a hard life, and this is what makes you feel better... I honestly feel like people who do stuff like this that numb the pain just just aren't really good at handling their own problems. Because they've never had to, because they've always had drugs. Yeah, like, that's why, that's what I feel like it is. Like, if you feel like you need to, like, if you feel like you, like, damn, it's been a really stressful day, I, I really need some weed right now. Like, even if you have that mindset, like, I still feel like you're, you're starting to, like, devolve into a mindset, devolve into a perspective where it's like, you, you self-medicate. Where you're becoming dependent upon those drugs, you know what I mean? It may not even be an addiction, but it's like, if you, if, if when you first get home, uh, this is what I feel personally, if you, when you first get home and you're like, damn, I'd love some weed right now, then I definitely feel like, you know, you're, you're, you're on that path, you know, to start, like, taking harder shit eventually. Like, and that's coming from me, I, I smoke pretty often, but it's still like one of those things where I never feel like, I never like, I'm like, damn, I, I, some weed would be nice right now. Like, I don't, I, I'm not in that, like, mindset at all. And that's because I feel like I'm so rational when it comes to, you know, taking, I'm so cautious. Like, Xanax doesn't sound appealing to me. Lean does not sound appealing to me. Like, Molly don't sound... Like, none of these drugs sound appealing. So it's like... I'm just... I just don't understand where the appeal comes from, you know? And I feel... And I was having this discussion with one of my homeboys. Shout out to Roberto. He, uh... You know, he told me he would, you know, drink a little heavily. And I told him, like, bro, like, stop it. But he told me, you know, life is stressed out. He's got two jobs, a girlfriend. He goes to school. And, you know, we were having this discussion. And we, uh... And we kind of agree, like, a lot of people, not even just nowadays, just going back a long-ass time, have to self-medicate because life is so stressful. And instead of just dealing with it, you know, I'm going to have a beer. I'm going to have a few shots. I'm going to smoke some weed. Some people, it's a little crazier. And, you know, I'm going to sniff cocaine and I'm going to go out and, you know, party. And, I'm going to drink some lean. And dance my life away and shit. Yeah. So, me... Like, my vice, my vice would be video games. Like, I just like playing video games. Sometimes I like drinking beer. I don't really like smoking weed or doing anything. But, like, me, I completely agree. Or I get it, rather. Like, I'll go to school, go to work, and that's 18 hours yeah. in my whole day. Absolutely. And then I go home and I want to play some video games. So, I don't think it's... People just, people just cope with their problems differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what it is. But it seems like it seems like it's becoming more and more po- it's becoming more and more acceptable to like combat your problems with with drugs. Like uh, something else that this, this segues perfectly into with the Lil Peep thing. So yeah, R.I.P. Lil Peep. Like uh, whatever. And, uh, no matter how many, no matter how irrational I think his, his lifestyle was, like hey, he died very young. And um, twenty one. <laughs> so uh, apparently, uh, it's a big deal because um. It's somewhat of a big deal that Lil, Lil Uzi, apparently he's been so, sober the last two days. Mm-hmm. Like, 100% sober. Like, no, like no, not no weed smoking, no drinking, nothing. Like, you know, and it's just like... I, I saw this on the, the Vlad TV site. Like, they're, like, they're making a big deal of it. Because I think he's been, like, he's been, like, tweeting, like, crazy stuff. Like, he's been, like, shaking. Like, it was one tweet where he's like, I'm shaking. I've been... Su-. Basically, he's like, I'm shaking. I'm very irritable. Like, um... Like, I'm basically, like, he's, he's going through withdrawals. Mm-hmm. And... I think, I don't know if that's, uh, because of, like, he, he's starting to be sober now because he seems like, he saw, like, Odu die, like, somebody very young, you know, yeah. like, a, like. And he, Uzi's 19, right? 20? I think Uzi's, like, 20. Uzi's, he's, like, 20. Uzi's fucking young, you know. Uzi's, like, our age. Well, my age more so. But, uh, and it's just, like, uh. Have you ever been through withdrawal? No, because, like I said, bro, the, the, I've never, never popped no pills, bro, the, the. 
the the craziest thing that I've ever done in one day was like smoke like three blunts. And well, that wasn't just me; it was me and a yeah. couple other people. So that that's the craziness for me. Like I don't it don't get no crazier than that. And like I said, I have a real good gauge. Like I I when I, something is too much. When something is too much, I can definitely when I I I have no problem with like I know my limits. You know what I mean? Like even when it comes to smoking, like after a while when I start feeling good. Well, you know, I start feeling when I really start feeling it, and like somebody like passes by, I'm like, oh, bro, I'm good, like, cause I feel it, like I'm I'm the high that I need to be. So why am I gonna? Why do I need to keep adding on? Mm-hmm. You know, and I I I feel like I, I have a good level of self control when it comes to things like that. But yeah, so so no, I've never gone through withdrawal. I mean, I've gone through withdrawal. I've gone through it when I was eighteen. I was the lead in a play, so I had like sixty people depending on me. And I was starting to fail school because I couldn't, I just couldn't find the balance. Yeah. So my way of self-medicating was to drink and I drank heavy a lot every day. So by the time I realized like, yo, I got a problem and like nobody was telling me anything. I, uh, I had to stop completely cold turkey just like that. Which is like the worst way to stop. It was so terrible, bro. I would be in bed. Under the blanket, cold, shaking, uh, sweating. I wasn't able to focus. I always had a headache. Oh my god, bro! Withdrawal is terrible. Damn, bro! It's some real night pains type of shit. But uh, after about two weeks, I felt better. And now, you know, thinking back, like I was pretty stupid to drink that much. Now I have like a couple beers a week. To put a gauge on how much you were drinking, that's like oh man. To put a number on it. To put to quantify it. Damn. You know, oh man. Think like this much. Like, I don't know how much this would be. If I had to guess, maybe 15 shots worth? Damn. About like that. Every day, every other day. Like, if you felt if you feel that McDonald's coffee, like small coffee cup with liquor. That was about how much like hard liquor you were ingesting. Yeah, about like uh, about that much in Jaeger and vodkas. Oh, you were also mixing drinks in addition to like uh, because uh, I know you get even. I know you, like it's, so it fluctuates even more when you start mixing drinks. Yeah. So yeah, I would do that <coughs> until I eventually, you know, realized this. I I can't do this. Well, yeah. So so Uzi's going through withdrawals, and that's such a big deal because you know. Apparently he lives, you know, if anybody that listens to his music knows that he just basically, like, literally lives his life, like, off of, like, drugs. Whether it be lean, whether it be Xanax, whether it be weed, whether it be any other type of pills, like, well, they're in massive abundance. Here's something I don't understand. The greats, <clears throat> the greats right now. Oh, go ahead, bro. I have a bit of a business call. I'll talk to myself real quick. Okay, so... As Melvin goes to uh, talk on the phone, because he got a phone call. Um, here's something I can't understand. Drake, Lil Wayne, not Lil Wayne anymore, but like Drake, Kendrick Lamar, Big Sean, J. Cole, who else? Logic, he's going up there. You know, these guys I would consider greats of this era. If it's greats of all time, you know, that's up for discussion. But at least for right now, in the past couple of years... None of them are really heavy into drugs, right? So what I don't understand is if these people are these people, these rappers that you know do do drugs, 
And they're kind of on the B tier, C tier. You know, they're big. They get a few million views. But they're not Drake, Kendrick, Cole. Big Sean and Logic now. And hell, even uh, Chance the Rapper. Why is their team not telling them, hey, um, you make great music. Imagine if you were sober or all you did was smoke some weed and drink some beer. Damn. Damn, camera just fell. Sorry, camera just fell. My, I think it was me jumping down on my bed. Um, so what, what were you hypothesizing upon? So I was talking about how the greats of this era, Drake, Cole, Kendrick, Logic, Chance the Rapper, none of them really do heavy drugs. Maybe they smoke some weed, have some beer, have some liquor. But what I don't understand is their team doesn't tell these B and C tier artists, hey man, try doing this without as many drugs and let's see how far we can take this. Yeah, um, I don't, it's just a different mindset, bro, like, uh, like, these are, like, uh, if we're talking about specifically, a lot of these artists, like, really paint themselves as, like, like, rock stars, you know, and your, like, typical movie rock star life is drinking, you know, you're drinking, you're smoking, you're not drinking, not smoking, you're drinking, you're popping pills, you're partying, like, that's just the life, you know, so, like, I know, what was it, on one of those albums, like, mm-hmm. on, like, it's under... Like alternative rock or something like that. Really? Like, yeah, like that's what it's listed under. Because you know, it's like he just genuinely does. Like I mean, it's just a lifestyle that these people live. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, you have guys like um, you have guys like Drake, Kendrick, you know, and J Cole. But all these guys, compared to the new era of rappers, you know, the new era of young rappers that are coming. Because if you really think about it, bro, like the the Yachty's, the Uzi's, like all these guys are fairly young. Yachty's twenty, I think Uzi's also twenty. Like Kodak is nineteen. Kodak is exactly. Kodak isn't even exactly. Kodak is probably a teenager, bro. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where X X to X is also twenty. Twenty. Yeah. So it's like these are all like it's just a different. It's a different, different like like generation completely. Because what is it? Uh, Drake is thirty, right? Cole is thirty. Kendrick is twenty nine. Yeah. Logic is twenty eight. Like, all of these guys are, like, have a good, between eight, a minimum eight-year difference in them. That makes a big deal, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. the way, like, their upbringing is. And it's just like, okay, but let's say these young rappers, their team is saying, look, you make great music, stop doing lean, being half asleep, you know, maybe you'll write better bars. No, I think for... Have I think, more energy. I don't think so, bro, because, I mean, I've, like, all the time I've spent in studios, like, mm-hmm. people... Like, I, I never understood it, so I started going to studios myself. Like, anytime you listen to a Lil Wayne song, it's like, he was like, he'd like, see so you hear the sound of the lighter sparking. Like, he's, he's legit sparking up a blunt, mm-hmm. like, in front of the mic. Like, I always thought that was just a dope touch, but then I'm, then I'm, but when I started going to the studio, I like really saw, like, people really do yeah. this shit. Like, people really be in the booth, like, with a, with a blunt, like, smoking, because, like, they, it, 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 they, 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 they are able to, like think better, basically. I feel like they feel like they think better when they're like off the influence, over in the, you know, like in, under the influence. Yeah, but I'm not saying weed, like weed. I'm not saying weed. I'm saying under the influence in general, like, whether it be pills, drug, like lean, zan, like like something. You know, everybody functions differently. Like there, you know, I, I do generally believe in the idea of functional addicts. No, like, take take six Xanax and try to record a song. Nobody takes six Xanax, bro. That's a thing. Besides Lil Pete. Yeah, I'm not gonna joke with the dead. At least this early. At least at least like two days after he died. But nobody takes six Xanax. Like you know, you might take mm-hmm. like you know. You might like, take one. No, most of the time when you when motherfuckers say Xanax, they take like a half of a tab. Like the Xanax yeah. tab is like it's like 
this size, like the size yeah. of like half of your mic, so they might like take like half of one, or you know what I mean, and that's it. And then they'll be like, and then they'll be rolling and shit. So you know, then the motherfuckers will just be like, that's when you catch the motherfuckers like this, like, like they'll be, <laughs> they'll be leaning, they'll be laying down and sitting up at the same time. You just know what uh, I mean? real quick story. I had a homeboy in high school. He said he took a half of his annex, and he said he was just like this, right? So he told me he took the other one, and in the middle of class, he was just like this. <laughs> like, like laid out, like, yeah. the, like sitting up, but still knocked the fuck out. Yeah. Right? But still, like I said, it, every, it affects everyone differently. Like, whenever Vlad be on it, Vlad, Vlad be on his interview talking to people about. Like, lean, he always represents, like, oh, yeah, I tried lean before one time. You know, I tried it with Riff I tried some and just fucking knocked the fuck out, like, and then woke up, like, three hours later. Like, that's all you, you know, like, it affects everybody differently, you know what I mean? Like, but, okay. My point being is just, if you're going to take some shit to go to sleep, you know, try not taking that shit to go to sleep to have a little more energy to put into this music. I, I, I see, I know, I, I, get, I see where it comes yeah, from. Yeah, that's just the point I'm trying to make. I, I get your point 100%, but, you know. Some people, some people find their energy in what you think was, what you think would be a thing that takes takes away their energy. So, damn. Yeah. So Melvin actually wanted a short episode today. What do you got to do today? Um, I was. Uh, let's see. My best friend has a poetry competition. Nice, nice. And <coughs> excuse me, Man, shit. you're getting sick, bro. Oh, yeah, excuse me. I've been, dude. I've eaten, a, I've eaten like half a bag of halls in two days. Damn. Like I. And, um, what's called, my best friend has a poetry competition, you know, shout out to Emmy Joe, and, uh, what's it called, uh, Pac-Man is supposed to be having a show tonight, but, uh, nice, right, um, the, the Red Nightclub, Red Nightclub, it is over on Irving Park, it's like near, like, Irving Park, in, Irving and Central, it's supposed to be, I have no idea, I haven't talked to him, but, they're supposed, there's a, there is a show tonight that they are scheduled for, fam, you're the manager, what's up? Nigga, I didn't, I didn't make, I didn't set up the show. Should I? Yes, I am a manager, but the show was set up by um, High City Rico, mm. and basically they're just like they're just closing, like they're performing after like some guy named Pete Rico. I've never heard of him. He's, oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, like uh, some guy, yeah, him. So that's yeah, and I wanted this to be a short episode just because I have no idea how things are going. Like I, I'm trying to fit both. Um, Going to my going to my best friend's like poetry competition and the and the show because I have no idea what time the show on the on the ticket which I have right here the ticket says it starts at eight so but knowing them the show doesn't actually like oh dude probably isn't gonna the main guy probably isn't gonna be up at eight you know that's just how shit works what are you doing today Angel well today I'm gonna finish up any old homework I have I'm gonna edit this um. Besides that, I've been sick all week, so I've been I've been trying to rest, but school and work and that shit just has me drained most of the time. Ah, uh, you know we got the little P right here. Yeah, P. You know, shout out to my old graffiti career. So yeah, you know, I mean, I think it's not gonna be that hard to edit this, only because I finally bought some editing software, forty bucks a year. That's not bad, forty bucks per year. Eight dollars a month. Um. I'm probably gonna. So how's it forty dollars per year? I just paid for the whole year. Okay, I just was <laughs> gonna say eight times twelve is a forty, bro. Wow. Eight times twelve is ninety six. But I get you. Well, maybe it was a four dollars. I don't know. But anyways, I bought that editing software. Uh, hopefully, 
I, I do this all day. It's going to be cool edits with explosions and fire and titties and bitches. Oh, my cousin finally uh, made the flyer. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, so, we're going to go to Cincinnati, y'all. We're going to do a show in Cincinnati. Lit. Lit as fuck. It's going to be a ghetto house party, hopefully. Okay. Well, give a fuck. Show's a show. Shouts out to my cousin Chris. Shout out to his cousin Chris. He's going he's gonna to try to set it up. Set it up. Um, what else do I have today? Ad-libs. <laughs> That's literally what I was just doing that whole time. Like the whole time you're talking, that's all. Like set it up, like like ad lib, like set it up, set it up. I'm just doing your ad libs for your. Um, what else do I have to do today? I got to talk to my shorty about some stuff. It's not great stuff, but you know we got to talk about it. Communication is key. Okay. Communication. Um, what else? I want to go out, hang out with my guy Roberto. Hopefully, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll come through to Red Club, see how that is happening. I hope so. Um, just one last thing, bro. Do you ever feel depressed? I've been feeling so depressed lately. I ain't no bitch, so I don't feel depressed. But, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I guess, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know, bro. If you feel depressed, uh, you, gotta, you gotta get that shit handled. You gotta go talk to a doctor. Yeah, so I was trying to rest. Because I, I think I've just been working too much. I don't think you can sleep off depression, bro. Depression. Yeah. You don't sleep off depression. Stress don't you you don't sleep off stress either, but stress is something that you kinda create. Depression is something that's just kinda there. Yeah. So I don't know, bro. That, that was yeah, yeah. That's a dark episode. <laughs> that's why I was trying to start off with something nice. Even when we started off with something nice, the majority of the time we started talking was about suicide and, and rape and addiction. And death and shit. And all our past episodes were either sex or rape. We didn't even get to the Ron Jeremy thing, but never mind about that. I mean, that'll just, you just have to look inside yourself. Look up Ron Jeremy. I'm not Bill Cosby or Weinstein. Yeah. Um, shout outs to everybody that's gonna listen. Everyone that's gonna listen. Shout out to my best friend. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my mama. She turned 39 yesterday. Your mom's 39. My mom's 39. Your mom's so young. Yeah, she had me young. I mean, my, my mom's just like 43, but still, it's like... Your mama had you when she was... 22. My mama had me at 17. Damn, bro, that's savage. Dang. Um, shouts out to High City. Shouts out to... Uh, shout out to High City Pac-Man specifically. Shouts out to Pac-Man. Not just High City. We got High City Pac-Man. Yeah, shout out to him, the rapper. Not him, the street dude. Him, the rapper. Nah. A lot of people died recently, bro, so I don't think it's best to just be shouting out High City. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah, niggas been dying a lot recently, so you don't want to affiliate, you don't want to necessarily affiliate, affiliate yourself with that. Okay, well, shouts out to High City Pac-Man. May everybody be safe. Be safe and secure. Times are tough nowadays, bro. Times are tough, bro. It's hot out there. So. It's, it's, it's 25 degrees outside, but it's still hot outside. It's hot. So yeah, leave a comment, let me know what you think. Uh, this has been Mansplaining Done Right. Mansplaining Done Motherfucking Right. Bitch. Episode 6. What episode do you want to title this? Episode 6. Let's title this, uh, let's talk, let's talk about this, uh, dark, the dark days. The dark days? Or the dark ages. The dark ages. I like it. Yeah, you know, like, like, uh, like after the, like before the Enlightenment, you know, those mm-hmm. dark ages of, uh, Christianity where not, where there wasn't any major technological advancement, so you can say the same thing, because this episode's just dark, so it'll be the dark, the dark ages. Yeah. All right, peace. All right, peace.